Happy holidays to you and yours. I hope you're enjoying it with the madness that's in our lives right now, especially regarding how COVID has put a halt on how we normally celebrate this time of year, especially if you're living in Ontario or in Canada at this moment. And also, I appreciate that you're taking the time to check out my shows as well. My many thanks to you, seriously. Uh, So normally to start off the NBA season, I usually launch an NBA season preview of the Western and Eastern Conference, respectively. And while the West has been launched on Monday, the East is only being put out now. And I won't bore you with all the details, but to make a long story very, very short, I had to recover this episode from the depths of corrupted file hell. And it was like fighting Thanos, but we got it done. So even though it's later than anticipated, it's still very, very early in the NBA season. We barely got into the first week. So we're still dropping this like a mixtape. So today on the Hour Podcast, I'm joined by my annual co-pilot of the Eastern Conference Preview, head coach of Team XL's prep basketball program, Randall Walter, as we dive into the Eastern Conference and break it all down from the bottom to the top. This was recorded a week ago before all the extensions were offered and accepted before people like Lonzo Ball weren't extended theirs, as well as John Collins. Uh, His name in particular comes up just a little bit in this preview, just a little bit. So thank you in advance for rocking with us. Also this week, I launched the South Sharav YouTube channel, which already has a few episodes of the Stoop Up, uh, where me and some of my South Sharav family members are in the middle of doing our all-time NBA fantasy draft, where we do a real-life fantasy draft based on the greatest players of the modern era, which in the case of this topic is based on the last 40 years, so from 1980 to right now. Check that out if you haven't checked it out already. It was a lot of fun, especially with the debates and arguments that that came from it. So peep that on YouTube. Like and subscribe. And let's keep that same energy for your podcast apps as well, or wherever you listen to these podcasts. Listen, rate, review, and subscribe to all of the shows on South Sharive Radio. Hit the favorite button, the like button. Leave no star unturned when clicking on all the five stars. You see that? It's, it's right in front of your face. Click them. See how good that made the both of us feel? Huh? And SouthSharav.com is where you can go check out all the latest and past episodes. And you can dive right into my entire catalog of shows, especially if you're a first-timer to my South Sharav bubble. Once again, that's SouthSharav.com. It's the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharav Radio. Happy holidays and happy Kwanzaa. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C. On South Sharab Radio. Welcome to the Av Podcast. How you doing, sir? <laughs> yep, we're back at it for another year. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome <laughs> back. The bass version. I, uh, <laughs> you know how the rules go. Um, so what we're doing is uh, we're doing the annual NBA Eastern Conference preview that we've been doing every year since 2016. So you know how this goes. It ranks, we rank every team from 15 to the number one spot. We voice our opinions on each team. And then we, we, if, when we can, we, we slide in our fantasy sleeper. You know, on on the roster, not like you know, if you take an LA. Sorry, if you're talking about the Lakers, your sleeper's LeBron James. That's nonsense. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Come on, we vets at this. We will. Is this five years deep on this? Come yeah, on, man. yeah. So, so you know, so we know what it is. We know what it is. We know what it is. 
Um, but before- and the listeners know what it is too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. With that, on that note, let's get started. <laughs> to start off, the, um, the the 15th spot is the Cleveland Cavaliers. So here's my mm-hmm. question: Do you want to talk about the Cleveland Browns instead? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, for for me right now, Cleveland. I think Cleveland may be able to get up to the second last place spot in the East. Mm-hmm. They have the opportunity. They have a young, nice, you know, kind of nucleus that's that's different this year. Um, if the Knicks look better than them in preseason, we know we got a problem. So they're definitely like still perennial like bottom feeders. But um, I don't think Kevin Love played. But if Kevin Love's still on the roster. You know, I, I I think they still got a chance of getting out of the last place. You know, I'm not a fan of Colin Saxton, um, but I like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, Andre Drummond is a double-double machine. Yep. Um, hey, people are hating on my man, Thon Maker. Y'all better, su- y'all better put some respect on his damn name. Now, he ain't nice like that. I but was, I'm, I'm saying, say, like, Randall. <laughs> 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 I think I, I, I look. People are gonna bash me for this. I'm not listening to my words that are coming out of my mouth. I am not saying that Tom Maker is a difference maker, but I'm saying that he's nice enough to stay in the league, and I think he'll have a good season with with the, with the Cavs. That's my prediction right now. Yeah, it's, it's probably a good team for him. So uh, when I look at when I look at uh, the Cleveland situation. I absolutely love the combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt as a one-two punch in the run game. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy because I think Cleveland. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, yeah, I, like I'm happy because Cleveland fans, even though they're in the, they're in the north, like they're really a football town. But they got a legitimate team now. You know what I mean? Like they got Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield. They're playing really well, and you know Mayfield's all right, but he's playing well. He's like, playing well. The last couple of weeks have been really solid. He makes the yeah. right rounds of reads and decisions. You're a football guy, mm-hmm. so you know. He, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it looks pretty good. At least the last couple of games, and and that last mm-hmm. game they played against the Ravens, yo, that was that was a game of the year, man, hands down, hands mm-hmm. hands down, man. Uh, okay, well, I'll I'll mention this one basketball thing. Like I I, I don't like Colin Sexton either. I wish the uh, genetic gods made him six six so he could realize his true destiny as a hog, as a real scoring <laughs> hog. You know, and, and fantasy wise, I think like Andre Drummond has a, is gonna have a monster season. Plus, he's in his contract year, so he doesn't really have a choice. And yep. I think um, last thing I'll say is like outside of picking um, Isaac Okoro as a, as their rookie, if they can play mistake free ball and play good defense, depending on who they meet, they may be able to beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Depending on who they meet, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's just one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns shouldn't be afraid of anybody. That's that's that's. Bra- Bra- <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's good. Who, who's your fantasy? Well, who's your fantasy sleeper? I don't want to talk about these guys anymore. Who's your fantasy sleeper? Oof. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know if you call Drummond a sleeper. The only guy right on that squad. Oh, actually, um, I take that back. Um, I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my. Is it is it Osman? Oh, Seti Osman. Yeah, I, I think that he he he's he, he can always he's kind of a sneaky fantasy player. I think that sometimes he can put up some decent decent points. I think he can get you like you know like fifteen five five you know, three threes for fantasy mm-hmm. purposes, you know, close to two threes. Sorry. Um, I think he's a, he's a, 
if you have a deep fantasy league, is someone to keep your eye on. I know sometimes last year he was actually someone that people were picking off off the waivers. So mm-hmm. I think that it, he'll have more of that kind of predominant role going into this year again. So I mean, the the, the roster is not a, no, no impressive by any means. So he'll have he'll have some wiggle room to make some moves. So yeah, I'll I'll say uh, um, I'll say Jarvis Landry. I think the the next couple of weeks he's gonna. Um, mm-hmm. You know he can he can win some fantasy te- uh sorry some some fantasy teams a championship that that's what I think personally really I I think so well again that's if you're missing a receiver if you need to fill that slot at oh, receiver God, I think he might go. be he, he might be pretty good <laughs> other than that that that's that's about it free free Cleveland yo free Cleveland <laughs> <laughs> you're just not messing with the Cavs no nope. right, next one <laughs> next one next one so number fourteen we got the uh, we got the New York Knicks. Is it R.J. Barrett time in New York? Oh, man. This is – everyone knows that I really try my hardest to support Canadian ballers. But golly, man. Yo, see, I don't know about R.J. And, and the simple facts, I saw him train this summer. I'm not impressed with him, man. Hmm. Just not impressed with him. And I, and I and I and my for my Canadian ballers that are listening right now, this is very very hard for me to say this because I love his dad, I love the kid personally, I love the organization. Big up, you play, you play, kid. But the problem is, guys, is I've seen him play this summer, training with pros. He did not impress me, and I went to bat for this young man with all my American counterparts. God bless y'all for watching, for listening to this podcast right now. And, and, and you've, you guys have bashed me last year, for, and even the year before that. Appreciate you listening, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know, y'all, y'all know, you know, Difference Makers, shout out to y'all. Uh, um, Oliver out in, in, in L.A. You know what I mean? But my thing right now is, is y'all bashed me for sticking up for this young man, and I took the lumps. You know, from the time he stepped in Duke, you know, y'all said the same thing about him, and nothing has come to fruition. Um, he looked decent in preseason, but he's a volume shooter that really has nothing in his bag. And I, you know, I just don't know if he's going to take that next step. I think he's, he'll get some decent fantasy points, but like he's a volume shooter and he just, it's, he's not looking that impressive to me. I, I, and when I got to see him train live and I hate to say this, I hope he gets better. I want him to be the guy. I want him to be captain Canada or whatever they call him. But you know, I'm telling you right now, uh-uh. you know what? Like, I think it's it's, you know, one of those things where I think he does have a chance to be more efficient because, I mean, look, I mean, he had a, he had an up and down rookie year. I know he's made comments saying that he was um, he was surprised and upset that he wasn't um, like first team all rookie team. Well, I think he should have been that. Mm-hmm. I, I, that I, I, I agree with him. Consider, you know, all circumstances considering, I think he had enough the numbers to be on that team, um, the playing time to be on that team. It's just that no one respects his game. Yeah, I, I think I think it's you know like it, it, the fact that he's that he's you know he's he's mentioned that he's voiced that. I think it's not. I don't even think it's that's that's a bad thing. I think he can use that as as fuel mm-hmm. to to make him better. And he and look, he had nine months to improve his game. You know, from his rookie year because they've been off since. March, right? They 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 were mm-hmm. one of the eight teams that didn't make the bubble. So he's essentially been off for nine months, you know, working on his mm-hmm. game. So I'm expecting a certain level of elevation. Um, how, let, let me ask you how, how do you feel about how do you feel about Obi Toppin? 
Yo, I was gonna say like you know I was gonna say that for close to the end. I I liked what I I've liked what I've seen from him so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I um I mean listen you know uh at least from the I I think I saw, I saw him with, I was watching my son one it's one game I saw for sure full game and he looked decent. I mean I think he's gonna struggle on defensive end but the offensive end plays that short corner well like you know like you know pops up. You know, good on the lobs, you know, finishes well, was aggressive, seemed to play, you know, seemed to fit, has that league type of body. Um, but I like them. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because, like, I think I have to see a little bit more from him, to be honest, because he, obviously he's more than likely going to be a four, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, just just watch, four. Yeah, four. No, no doubt. But I'm like, when I watch him play, I find him very stiff for such an explosive athlete. You know what I mean? Like he's not, yeah. Like he's not fluid. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things. Like I know he's from New York. He's he's from New York City. I think he's either from the Bronx or Brooklyn, and yep. you know. So I know it's a good local hometown pick, and he was a player of the year in the NCAA and deserves all the credit that he got. But like I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not buying him yet. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying I'm 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 completely like done with him in terms of. What what his expectations will be? Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Because I'm like it's so early. I haven't really gotten enough time to see him either, so I can't sit there and have like a super strong opinion on him. But just that that part of it where I'm like, yo, I know he's an explosive athlete, but I'm like, man, he moves mm-hmm. like he he doesn't move fluid. You know what I mean? Which is like I don't know. I'm I'm and I don't know what that means. If that's if that 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 means it's a it's a rep, it's a recipe for disaster. I'm not even saying that, but. I just I think I need to see more from him, but I'm not I'm not buying it yet. Yeah, no, I I I, I see where you're going with it. He, he's not um his his uh I think he the athleticism is there. His lateral movement's kind of stiff. That's why I said to you like on offense, I don't think he'll have too much of a problem once he starts to develop more of a. I didn't really see him shoot too much from the outside from my recollection, but I, I think offensively he was okay. Defensively, is I think he's going to have some matchup problems. Yeah, um, I don't think he can guard a small forward on a day-to-day basis, and I think he's a little bit too on the smaller side to guard some of the better power yeah, forwards. Yeah, he's got to so, get a little bigger. Yeah, like, and that's kind of the when I, when you look at the Knicks roster, it's kind of that. That's the kind of common theme across the board. I think they have some good athletic guards, but they have like guys out of position. Like, I've always been a big fan of Julius Randle. He's just Unfortunately, a tweener in the NBA, he'll put up. You want to see a fantasy sleeper? He'll put up some nice numbers this year for you. Yeah, you I, think, I, I, I think he will. I, you know what's funny? Yeah. I feel as though it's like with the hire of Leon Rose as the um, the VP of uh, of basketball operations. Just in a little mm-hmm. bit of time, like that he's been there, they've shown some sense of of just common sense and stability. Like they let some of their power forwards go. They finally mm-hmm. drafted solidly. You know, like because. I know everybody's talking about Toppin, but I, I I really like that quickly kid, that Emmanuel quickly kid, and I know um I know they're playing Cleveland, <laughs> but he but he had a big game like preseason game, and again I know it was Cleveland and they're beating them by fifty in the third quarter, but mm-hmm. again it, but I, but I, I you know last year watching Kentucky play like he had a lot of talent, and mm-hmm. and I, and, I, and I, but I think New York is New York's biggest problem is they always think they can just they can just buy whatever like they can buy your love. You know what I mean? Like it's like one of those, those they're one of those guys that think they can buy every girl the you know the the diamonds and pearls <laughs> and everything. But yeah. you got you got to spend time with her, man. You gotta you know you got you got to spend time and get to know her. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. But they don't do that. They just they just keep throwing rings and things at her all the time. You know what I mean? Like 
that's what the Knicks have been like the last 20 years where they just they keep thinking they're going to buy all these free agents. They're going to get they're going to get LeBron. LeBron's coming. Giannis is coming. Kawhi yeah. is coming. But every time it's only winter. Only winter is coming. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't <laughs> it is it doesn't make sense with them. So I think now that they're actually trying to take the time to build properly and build from within and draft yeah. properly, like that's the way you do it. And then, you know, when the team is good, now you can you know, now you're going to get those stars that want to come because they see a sense of, uh, like a sense of stability and it's New York. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but you got to build it yeah. properly. They have, they have, the, the interesting thing about the roster is they have a lot of like players that I think are like, I don't know if they fit on the Knicks, but if you were to take them off the Knicks and put them on another team, they would be good. Like, I'd say like a la Norman Powell quality minutes. I'm not saying talent wise mm -hmm. so much, but like like it could be some talent wise and minute wise, like that kind of role, like that sixth man, seventh man, you know, off the bench type of players. Like like if you look at the roster, I'm just taking a quick look, like um Kevin Knox, I think he'll have a, a, a more of a breakout season playing with this type of squad, but like He's a good guy that could come off the bench as a six-man. You know, I've always thought Dennis Smith Jr. had the intangibles to be a decent player in the league. Um, he might have a chance this year when he's healthy to prove it. Um, you know, Austin Rivers, he's everywhere he's went. He's a vet now, and, and, and he's, he has a good type of um, good shooter, good instincts for the game. Yeah, he's solid. I think that he's solid player he's solid. off the bench. You know, I've always, I, even though he can't shoot, I like this guy, like, Great backup PG and, and, and Alfred Payton, you know, um, you know, Michael uh, Kid Gilchrist. I know he has never um, amounted to hit the talent that people have pegged him to be, but he's a serviceable player. You know what I mean? Like, can't shoot. Again, they have no shooting on the squad. Nope. Can't shoot for shit, but good player, like, like, like a decent player off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, but so. But to say that these guys, you put all these mismatch. Uh, oh, Alec Burks, I, I I like him too. Good spark plug mm -hmm. coming off the bench. But these guys aren't starters. So who's gonna lead this squad? Yeah, that's that's the issue. Like they have a good like. If you want to say, hey, we gotta go second unit, decent second unit at least. Yeah, but who? who where's your starters? Who like? Well, that, well, that's all and, young and young think, bucks that are not yeah. gonna shine right away. Right? And, and, and that's, that's the, and that's the thing. Like, just you know, embrace the suck, man. Like, that's this is this is who you are. You've been this way for a while. You're hey, at the wow. bottom. Just embrace it and build build properly. Build a proper foundation. Like you have, yeah. you drop you drafted Barrett. You you drafted Top, and now you got quickly. You know, you you still have Kevin Knox. Whether whether or not you're gonna develop him properly or not. Um, um, you know, like, you, and it, <clears throat> excuse me, and Mitchell Robertson, you're forgetting about him. Like, you you have a little, like, yeah, it's not a superstar nucleus, but you have something there for now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just take time to develop that and just continue to build through the draft and get yeah. quality vets and just try to build the build the culture back. You right. know, like, you got to make you got to make New York something that's worthwhile again. And it's like there's just too many times. Like the fact that Kevin Durant didn't even take an interview. You know, like a couple of years ago, with um, and went to Brooklyn, mm -hmm. like says everything. And, and I mean, and, and I know people were shocked by that. I wasn't surprised because I'm like, why would he go there? You're going from Golden State to the Knicks, like why? Like, yeah, just, it, uh, yeah it's New York, but Brooklyn has a better infrastructure right now. I go with you Brooklyn know, too. Let me ask you a question, see. What player do you think that can go there right now? And I'm not saying gonna turn New York into a superpower, but at least get New York into a playoff team. What player do you think right now? Outside if you of, were to go 
Outside of Jesus? Outside, outside of Jesus? Um, no, come on, man. Outside of like the, the top five. Outside of the top five. I man. Well, I mean, there's a few players. I mean, the Lillards and there's certain guys like that that could go and make them just their their presence. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Lillard. I, I know it's not coming to me. I right got a now. I got a player right now that I think that if he were to go there, would based on the Scala game. I mean, I'm not saying make New York into a contender, but at least into just potential AC. Yeah, yeah. I I think Westbrook. Yeah, that's another one too. That's another I mean, one too. nobody wants him, but the style of game he has with this type of team. Yeah. I think he could. You need more shooting. They they got no shooting on this squad at all. Like they're going to be horrible to watch. Well, That's well, why I said. Well, like, look, I think just because of of who um, Leon Rose used to represent. Like, look, Chris Paul was those talk that Chris Paul might go there. You know what I mean? A trade, mind you. You know, mm-hmm. and Westbrook would have been the same thing. It would have to been a trade, but I mean, yeah, like it, like players like that can change the culture. You know what I mean? Like and and make them at least respectable. You know what I mean? Well, Westbrook is a, is a, is a is a is a type of guy that just just does does what he does on his own. Yeah, but he'll bring but he'll bring his guys along with him. You may not want to. I mean, and I'll save my Westbrook comments for for later because obviously yeah. he's in the Eastern yeah. Conference now. But you know, but that, that that's a good. I think guys like Lillard and stuff could make them like a playoff team. Like if Lillard went there today, he, they could be. They, I would I would pick them to make the playoffs, not to go okay. far, but to make them at least to make like a seventh or eighth seed. I would. He's that okay. good, right? Yeah, no, yeah. But but like I said, you're right. But it's, but I I just think for right now, you, you just have what you have. You just got to develop that from within and go from there. Number thirteen right now is the Detroit Pistons. Oh, uh, do you want to pour out a little liquor for your man's Dwayne Casey? <laughs> you know, man. Everyone knows that I love my. I I, I like Dwayne Casey, man. But damn, this, what they're doing out there, I have no idea what they're trying to do out in Detroit right now. Yo, they just were stacking up on bigs again. Getting rid of bigs and stacking up on bigs. I I, I don't get their offseason acquisitions. They seem to be the most active in the free agent market at one point. Mm-hmm. But but see, what the hell do they do? None. Like the roster, the the roster makes zero sense to me. Like I, I don't I don't get it. Like spending all that money on Jeremy Grant, like, are you serious right now? Like and, and Plumley. Don't even go there, man. <laughs> Don't even go there, man. They 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 got Plumley. Like I, I think there's a lot more moves to be made. Um, maybe some trades to be made. Like what's going on with, with my man Blake Griffin? Um, yeah. You know, I think D Rose will be gone soon. Like, like I I, I just don't get it. I, I actually I did like they, they they picked up a player, um, a small four from overseas or two of them. I, I've seen like some highlights on and I liked. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the Wayne Wayne Ellington pickup at small forward. I think he's a serviceable backup player. But like, what what do they have? Like, it's kind of a hodgepodge roster. Well, and and Killian Hayes. I know everybody's been talking about him. I, I I'm still holding out judgment before I comment further because, um, you know, yeah. I, I haven't seen too much stuff other than a couple of videos, and I know people are freaking out over him. But I I I know he hasn't wowed me so far from what I've seen, but. I, me either. You know. He doesn't want me at all. Like at all. Like you said. Like like you know. You have Killian Hayes, who's going to take time to develop. Um, 
I, I know they got that. Yeah, that's who I was talking. They got the Musa guy and uh, and some other guy. I can't even pronounce his name. But like they they they, they went out and got uh, you know I don't know if Dwayne's trying to what he's trying to do. They got a bunch of unknown talent on this roster, and the talent that that is known is not that strong. You know, even going like why would you even bother going after on this roster, Jaleel Okafor? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Like they need more shooting. They you know. Um, I like Josh Jackson. I like that. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, like on a roster like this, Josh Jackson has is far from the ceiling. So right. this may be the opportunity for him to to Try learn to how to something. play more and do what he, do what yeah. he got to do. Right? Like I, I don't know. Like I don't see where I don't. This roster does not mesh at all, and the preseason has looked horrible. So I, I would even say like to you that, that potentially. He may even be at the bottom of the pot. They may be the last place team in this in this it, conference. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if if, if Cleveland wasn't there. Um, I, I, you know it's funny. Like I feel for Casey though because like look, I, I like to ride and support black coaches. I really do. I'm, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like Dave Chappelle back in um, the Chappelle Show days when he used to say, you know, support black actors. You know, mm-hmm. you got to support. Like that's how I feel about black coaches. Like, but it's mm-hmm. but it's a hard position for Casey to be in because. I mean, think about it. I'm not even talking about this year. From when he got there, they were a flawed team from the moment he was there. Their best player is constantly injury prone, and he and he's and his his uh, his contract is ginormous, which is going to be uh-huh. hard to move, right? Because of, because of the contract and the in- injury history, they're pretty mismatched as we just discussed in terms of talent. It's not set up for success, and to me, he doesn't have the the cachet to like with with uh, withstand a long rebuild. Like I'll be honest, I can see him being fired within the next two years, which is I think, it, which is kind of it's a shame because I think he's he is a good coach, but I don't think this roster is set up for him to succeed, you know. So I, I feel for him in this in this case, and I know it's it's the NBA, it's a business, you know. Coaches get hired to be fired, but I will be shocked if if he's if he's um if he's still on the bench past 2022. I'll be stunned because I'm like the way their roster is built right now. I'm just I don't see it, man. I just I don't. I don't see it. And, you know, what's his face? Uh, LeVar Ball, you know, calling this team raggedy. Um, yeah, he's right, but it's not because they cut your son. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not because they cut your son. Like, they, they, mm-hmm. they, they, but they are, like, he's right in one sense where they're just, they're doing things kind of fugazi over there, if you wonder if that's a word. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's, 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 uh, but I feel for Casey. Like, I just, I just think he's in a hard position. But again, there's only 30 of these jobs in the world as a head coach. You gotta take it, and then just hope you you can you can reverse fortunes, right? But I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna have the um, the opportunity to uh, to to withstand a long rebuild because this is what it's gonna take. Like they're gonna have to at some point get rid of Blake. I don't know if they trade him or well they don't even amnesty anymore. But like I don't know what they do with that. So it's 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 tricky. It's a hard position for him to be in. It really is. Um, who's your sleeper on Detroit? Yeah. Um, uh, Stafford. Stafford, Matthew, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> I almost started looking down uh, the roster like Stafford. Who, who did, 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 is he? Is he? Is he an unrestricted free agent? Is, is, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, I, 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 is there really a sleeper on this roster? I, like, yeah, I, I, guess, I, I, I guess the only guy that I think that will have better results, like the two guys, 
I mean, Derrick Rose, I, I've always, you know me, I've always been a sucker for drafting Rose in the earlier years when he was injury prone. He's been decent lately. Uh, and, 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 you know, he's a, he's a, he's a waiver wire kind of darling. Um, I think Jeremy Grant will take a little bit. You know, he went to Detroit because he wanted more shots instead of staying on a squad that he can potentially win the championship on. So he should be getting more results. So yeah. I guess I'll give it to Jeremy Grant. Yeah, I, w- I would say Jeremy Grant as well. That was my sleeper as well. I think he went for the money, which I don't blame him. You know, he's a role mm-hmm. player, and you know, if, if they're offering you big money, he, he almost got to take it. But he's going to be forgotten mm-hmm. for a while being on this team. You know, yep. the, what we saw from him in Denver was like, you know, just mm-hmm. hold on to those memories because it's going to be a while before you see him on a national spotlight again. <laughs> Number 12, we got the Chicago Bulls. Can Billy Donovan elevate this team? Man, I, I like what Chicago is doing right now, man. I, I'll tell you, I like their young core. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they're going to be a they're, – they're, they're that team that in a few years is going to be scary. You know, like it's kind of like the Suns of the West. You know, like you know, like the Suns, like you say, man, they got some good pieces. I like what they got going on right now. I'm a huge fan of Zach Levine, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um Kobe White, I like big point guards, as you know. I like that kid, uh, uh, Mark, uh, is it Rory Marketing? Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not impressed with with, uh, with with Porter Jr. You know, I thought he would be a little bit more. Oh, Otto Porter, uh, you mean? Otto Porter, sorry. Otto Porter Jr. I thought he'd be a little bit more of a difference maker. But overall, um, I'm like what I'm seeing from, from the development of this roster. I think that uh, Billy Donovan is going to make the, a, a big difference with, 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 with how they – they do things and shout out to my guy, um, um, uh, is it, uh, Shitsu, uh, the Canadian boy that got a chance to sign with them. Um, you know, hopefully he sticks on the roster. Is he on the team? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, he was projected to go in the league and he's been bouncing around, but he's on that roster right now. So hopefully he could stick. But um, you know, yeah. um, you know, from, from the looks of what they got going on right now. You know, I like the Patrick Williams kid. Um, you know, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be. Uh, I'm not saying they're a playoff team, but I think they're going to do better than people think they're going to do. I think they're actually a little low on this list, to be honest with you. Because um, look, I mean, compared to the, the to the shit show they had on the bench the last couple of years, when it looked like they were gonna they were gonna have a full mutiny with uh, with Jim Bo- Boylan, I think Billy Donovan is actually good for this team. Like he can coach. He's good with younger players yeah. and. And like Chicago, they they need some sort of stability right now on the bench, like somebody they they can respect or you know they respect their their intellect on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I know you're mentioning Zach Levine. I'm you know me, I'm a fan of him too. I think the last couple of years we've been fighting tooth and nail to get him in the draft, like the fantasy drafts that we're in. Um, mm-hmm. But like he's talented as hell, man. But but sometimes like I wonder if he's Sometimes I wonder if he's destined to be like a Sharif Abdul Rahim, like a like a solid star just toiling away on teams, like on, on mediocre teams for the next few years and just not having any real impact. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I wonder if that's like the destiny of his of his career at least right now, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's it's just one of those things. Like they have a good core. I agree with you, but I but it's funny. I can actually see them moving a couple of these guys if they don't show signs of breaking out this year. Because, like, for example, like, Laurie Markkinen is up for an extension after this year, and I don't know, what do you pay him? Like, he's been injured so much. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what is what is his demands? Like, you know, you still got Wendell Carter. Like, I thought maybe they would have 
been a better match so far. Both of them have been hurt, so we haven't really seen, a, seen them on the court together a lot. It's, it's one of those things like I'm, I'm wondering, are they going to move one of these guys at, at some point? I know they, they, they surprisingly picked up uh, Patrick Williams in the draft, but um, <clears throat> but with that said, like it's I, I wonder, like I wonder like if they don't show signs of breaking out, like if they're going to move one of those guys or just let one of them like like a market in, which I think he's a he's a talent. I don't know if I would let him go like that because it's, like, it's hard to get seven foot um, all around players. Or at least somebody with his skill set, but mm-hmm. again, like, what is what are you paying him? Because he's been he hasn't been healthy the last two three years. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe maybe the Bulls get him for the low. Um, you know, but my my impression is like you said. Uh, I think the Bulls are in a position to make some some trades by trade deadline. Uh, I could see, even see Zach Levine on on the move. I don't think yeah. he fits with this. I think he right now it's. A showcase. It's his show. I think it's a showcase to get him. I look at Zach Levine like how when remember when DeMar DeRozan was coming up at the Raptors, and he mm-hmm. started kind of break out to be like an all star, and, and, and kind of you know take once the Raptors started actually winning, he started to kind of reap the get, benefits, yeah. reap the benefits, and, and kind of like a like a la Larry too get that brand. I think he's on the cusp of that. So, uh, but I think at the same time, it's kind of like a la DeRozan where. Once he gets his brand to a certain point, you flip him for a better asset. You know what I mean? And mm. um, I, I, he's always been involved everywhere he goes on, on, you know, kind of trade rumors of flipping him for, for, for assets. I think he's on that cusp. I think that this is a big year for, for, for Zach Levine. Uh, I think it's a big year for, for marketing as well. I think that he needs to come out and, um, and, and, and show that he could play like you, you alluded to it, more minutes and give him more of a sample size to see if he's worth you throwing him in the bag. I don't think he is right now. I think he's going to get some type of money, but um, this is a big season for Chicago all around for all intents and purposes. Yeah, no, I, I, I think the one thing we can agree upon for sure is um, I think Kobe White is going to be a star. Um, really? I think That's he's. I think he's going to be a star. I'm not saying this season specifically, uh-huh. but it wouldn't totally stun me. Like that kid is. That kid is actually better than I even thought when he was coming out of North Carolina. Like the, he's, I like him. He's a good player, man. Like he's, he's, he's really player. fast. Cause I, like, I think that was the one thing too. I didn't realize how big he was because he's so fast. I didn't realize how big he was. But like he can, he can score. He's hard to stay in front of. You know, he's mm-hmm. a good, he's a good guard, man. Um, yeah, I, like he's, he's talented. Like he's like <laughs> the fact that they got, they finally got rid of Chris Dunn. Like I think he's kind of running the show now and. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's I think it's a good look for them. I think I think honestly, I think with Don, with Billy Donovan at the helm, I had my 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 um my views on them before, but I, I actually was impressed with what happened last year. I know Chris Paul had a lot to do with that too, but I thought he was a good coach, you know, for the most part. So um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see what he does with these younger guys. I think he's it, it, this is a, probably a better fit for him at this stage. Um, and who's your fantasy sleeper? Ooh. Fantasy sleeper on the Bulls. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the the main guys, like we mentioned, are going to get like most of the lion's share of, of minutes and points. Um, but if I were to say someone that's a, somewhat of a sleeper, maybe I don't know. I don't think Thaddeus Young will get minutes. Um, this is that's a tough one. To see on the on a roster that's. Like I guess Kobe White, like I, I, yeah. I, you know, and I don't even know if you call Pat. 
I think Patrick Williams is going to be a breakout. I think he's going to be more of the guy that's going to take over the helm. I think he's going to actually outshine, and I, I hate to say this, Otto Porto Jr. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that, I think, you know, Patrick Williams looked great in, in, in the preseason, like great. Um, Kobe White looked great. I think those two are the ones that, and I don't even know if they're sleepers, because they're rookies, but like our, our, our younger guys, you know, either you know sophomores or freshmen in the league. But um, I like those two. Uh, number eleven, we got the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, my question is, okay, I got I got nothing. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me come up with a question. Wait, um, yeah, hey, I, I got nothing right there. What, what, what do you want to talk about regarding Charlotte? I, I, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Hey, what do you mean? I, I, I think Charlotte, Charlotte. Listen, man, there was a lot of flack, flack with, with, with getting um Gordon Hayward. I mean, that shocked us all. We talked on the last podcast about that in depth. But I, I you know, watching the play in the preseason. And we got a good. I'm, I'm a big Raptor fan, so I got a lot of. We got a good sample size of watching them play in, the, in, in two games. I think their starting lineup looked pretty pretty good. I like though. I don't care what anybody says. I, again, you know me, C. I like big point guards. I really <laughs> like a, a, a Lamelo Ball. Right. I, I, he looked really good. I think he's young. He made some. You know, made some. He's gonna make some young, mistakes and stuff, right? Make some mistakes, you know. But you know, from 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 the from. From watching him play, he, he he fits the league. I he looks better than me just in the preseason than his brother did all his rookie year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I I mean you know he didn't shoot the ball as much as I like him to be. I don't think he's as aggressive offensively in scoring, but from a playmaking standpoint yeah. and defensive standpoint, man, he looked good. He fits like, in. That guy can pass, man. He makes the right plays, man. He's a, he's like the type of guy I want on my team as a coach. Well, well, it's funny because I, I think I mentioned this uh, a while back, but um, I was never a fan of him until a couple years ago when I saw him in the Drew League, you know, and and he was like sixteen at the time. I think he was sixteen, going seventeen, and 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 the way he was handling himself in the Drew League, I was like, huh, that's interesting, mm-hmm. you know. And then he grew mm-hmm. too. I think he grew to about six five at that mm-hmm. point in time, but he looked. He looked like he belonged with those men, and I'm like, okay. And, and it wasn't the wild, stupid shooting from half court, all the crazy nonsense. Like he actually looked poised. He looked like a. He actually looked like somebody that could be like a real good professional one day. And I yeah. was like, I was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. So, yeah. So I, I maybe I should have come up with a question for Sean. I really, I really, honestly speaking, I really had nothing because <laughs> you know what? They kind of just. They're they're kind of always in the same spot to me. So it's just like, oh man, they are, like, they man, are, but. Man. But but yeah, but but they 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 may be they're one piece away from being a playoff team. I'll tell you what though, and speaking to what you're saying about Hayward, I I actually like the fact that they scooped up Gordon Hayward, and and yeah, hell yeah, and and you know what? I understand they spent mad money on him, but they had to spend it on somebody, right? Like you know, there there is a salary cap, but there's also Mm -hmm. a salary floor. And they don't. Mm-hmm. If you look at the the amount of uh, money these guys are making on the team, they're not making a. They're they're far away from like getting them hitting the salary cap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Charlotte isn't a place that gets free agents to come, even though the the city's supposed to be really nice. So they're gonna have to overpay to get guys, and that's you know, which I don't think is. I don't think the move is that terrible. And yes, I know he just fractured his finger again and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He just ever since he he broke his ankle, 
he just had weird luck with injuries because before that he was he was very durable. So I don't I don't know what's happening now. You know, um, I know he also has his own he has a, he has his own shoe line with Anta. I mean, there's that too, <laughs> but and they actually don't look bad. But um, but really, really and truly, Drew, um, sorry, Randall, that again, like they have to they have to spend it on somebody. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and, I, and I think you could do you could do worse than guys like Hayward. I think Hayward's a solid player. I think for somebody like him, because of his experience in Boston, you know, um, having that injury, and and then when he came back, guys like uh, Tatum and Brown basically just rose through the ranks. Like mm-hmm. I think he wants to get one more shot of just being the guy and just you know just putting up all star numbers and that kind of thing. You, you know, like I, I think I even said this the last podcast you were on. I'm like, not every player is meant to win a cha- a, t- a championship or a title. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's some people that like, like you know what. They want to make some good money, take care of their family for life. Say that you know what I put up stats in the league. I I, I did I did my thing, and you know some people it's okay. Like hey, maybe I can build something if we make the playoffs. Cool, but right now it's like look, I haven't had a chance to like explode and and be this person I want to be. You know, unfortunately mm-hmm. due to injuries and stuff, this might be my last real chance at this. Plus the money doesn't hurt, so yep. it, it is no. it is what it is. Yep. Yo, you know who I want to say, but I, I, I want to say this on this podcast that really looked good to me. Um, and and I, I've been a fan of him in college, and I'm happy they got an opportunity was uh, Caleb Martin. You know, the, the twins from Nevada? They, they look mm. great in preseason. They look great. Like, especially Caleb, he mm-hmm. looked great, man. Like, I give it to them, man. Like, those guys are grinders. And he looked he, – he's a leaguer, man. I hope they keep them. I hope they keep both of them. But I really liked what I saw from them, you know, and I'm happy they both landed on the same squad. I, I like to see that stuff. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out there because they, 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 they really showed out in the preseason. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They, they, they both are good. And, and I'll tell you what, too. Let's show some love to, um, to, to Devontae Graham as well. Like, I, it's funny. They got a nice nucleus of guards, but I think eventually one of them is going to have to go. And it's yeah, probably too be, many guards. Yeah, and it's probably going to be Rozier when the time comes because look, yeah. both Ball and Graham are still on the rookie contracts, and you can debate that they have more value right now than than he does. You know, and, and it's funny because I think yeah. if Charlotte knew how good uh, Graham was going to be last year, I don't know if they would have signed Rozier to that contract. Facts. Well, they didn't know they're going to get Ball, right? So it's all kind of relative. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Right. You know, you you could kind of play Rozier with Ball because Rozier is more of a shooter. Um, you know, Ball. You know, he's a bigger point guard, so he can kind of handle the rock and make facilitate, mm-hmm. kind of be the two defending on twos on on defense. He can get into people on D. Um, I mean, they got a good squad, man. I'm telling you, man. Like they're they're starting five. Is impressive. That's what I'll say. It's when they start to it, it, better teams, the bench is what carries them, and that's where they fall off. Like when you watch them play the Raps, like their starting five arguably was beating our starting five. Yeah, but the bench couldn't compare. That's right. where they fall off. Right. You know, and they play, anyway. and they play hard too. Like they're, that's another team that they're mm-hmm. they're pretty well coached and they play hard. Um, yeah. Who's your fantasy sleeper? Uh, Bridges. Yeah, I think that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's, he's and, and you know what? Him it was him and uh and, and ball actually they look like they could be the the new version of uh of Yeah, uh, the Lob City. Yeah, yeah, Lob City, Kemp uh Peyton the Kemp, like they look at like they're gonna be that yeah. the, you know, it's gonna be fun on the fast break with those two. Yep. You're already seeing it. Uh number ten we got the um Orlando Magic. 
I ask this question almost every year with this team, and I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna keep tradition going here. What is Orlando doing? <laughs> well, I don't think Orlando did too many moves to make them better. That's the problem. Um, mm. They kind of kept things status quo. Uh, I think they know they got the. They're, they're trying to. I think they're trying to kind of build their roster. Like, remember how the Raptors were before? Like when when they traded uh, Rudy Gay and they started winning games and kind of just kind of in the mix of, you know, the, the, the mid pack East, yeah. you know, I think they're, they're kind of, I think for them, it's like consistency is key. They haven't made any really major changes. Um, you know, you know, I, I, the Anthony Cole pickup, I thought that Anthony Cole fell to them. So I think they had to pick him up. You mean yeah, I think, Cole Anthony? You mean? I mean, yeah, Cole Anthony, sorry, Anthony yeah. Cole, Cole Anthony, sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't know what's going on with Fultz. I, I've never been a fan of his game, so whatever. Um, if he gives you something, he gives you something. Vucevic is is the, the star. I think that the, the 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 odd man out in all this is what's going to happen to him is is is, is um, Aaron Gordon. Like, mm. what's the deal with that guy? Like, are you going to flip him to get something better? Um, I, I I think he's rotting away on this kind of type of team. Um, you know, I don't know. It's it's a great question. Like I, I just think that they can make some moves. They have great assets, but I don't know what's going on with this roster. And I like a lot of pieces on this roster. Like I I, I really I like um, um, Aminu, um, I, Terrence Ross. I you know I know you know I'm not saying that because he was a former Raptor, but I've always liked him as a sixth man off the bench. Evan Fournier is. You know he's he's a good player. I I, I think that if you, you put Evan Fournier on another team, he'd show out more. Mm-hmm. Um, great bigs. I mean, they don't fit the mold of today's game. But Vucevic is a double double machine, and I think Bamba, you know, he's, he's under the shadow of Vucevic, and I think they were hoping that about uh, Mo Bamba would take a, a, a bigger role. But um, you yes. know, they got some good guards. You know, like in Cole and Fultz. Like those are those are like draft like like lottery pick type of guards that you're hoping are going to come out their shell um jonathan isaac he was injured for most of last year but i think he's going to take a major step this year well no uh, he's, he's, he's he blew his knee out remember so he's, he's done oh again. shit yeah he's done again my yeah. bad so I, I i i that sucks for them because i i did forgot i forgot about that but he he's the type of player that like he said like I would have expected to take that that bigger step mm-hmm. um i just forgot about that but you know the one thing i gotta say is big up South Shore. <laughs> Yo, big up South Shore. Stand the F up. My man, Kareem Maine. Kareem Maine. Yo, the first player, y'all, to come from Montreal, Canada. Or Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Straight from Montreal. not Straight from Montreal. Straight from what we call CJEP out there, which is like kind of like a JUCO, but doesn't count against eligibility. My man came straight from basically high school. Like, you're talking PG year high school to the league in Montreal, Canada. Not even Toronto, which we all know is the alpha, kind of the, 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 the mega center of basketball in Canada. This man has broken all protocol and 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 against all odds has made it and i'm so proud of this young man right now and i hope he can stick in the league but you know that's great for him and i gotta give a major shout out to my man kareem um, Amen. 
So is he is he um is did he make the team now or we're still waiting to see? I think we're still in C, but I know he just signed a two way. So either way, okay. he, he, you know he, he's good. He's, he's, he's got money. Yeah. Go to the G League and and, and they will bring him back. The man has talent, man. The man has talent. I I do say that from I've seen him play tremendous talent. I think what stands out most is his athletic ability. I do think his is his um. You know, playing in CJEP is a different acumen than playing in some others. Like going from some top, you know, let's say the grind league in, in the U.S., you know, you play on top talent like where you're playing as other potential leaguers. I think that, you know, he, he, he does need maybe one year of grooming, but you never know. He's a smart kid, good player. He may pick up on it quickly and stick on, 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 the, on the roster. But uh, either way, I think he's a leaguer, so... I'm I'm just proud of him either way, whatever happens. So Yeah, like I said, hopefully he can stick. Like I, I said it the last time he was on, I like I, I kinda wish he he did like maybe go to Kentucky or something like that for this year and then try to come out. Mm-hmm. Um just because it would have just it just would have been put him in a better position financially and he still has his youth, right? He's still mm-hmm. one year in and, and he still would have had like the, a whole you know, a whole bunch of years to like kinda make up that money. You know, but like this year, it's like he's this time. It's like he's kind of at the fight for his keep, right? He's got to fight for his dinner. But you know what? You know what? See, I, I'm gonna tell you how it is, man. Like sometimes, if you know a team, so if you know a team has you um, pegged to take, and they're, they're like, "Yo, whatever," either we draft you or we're gonna take you right away. I think sometimes that's the better option, like Ala Lunds Dort, because look at my man. Like, there's a player out there that plays for South Carolina. Like, that's my G. Um, shout out to AJ Lawson, man. I hope you have a great year this year, man. You deserve to be in the league, but yo, on the real going to South Carolina was not the best move for him. And and maybe, you know, there's certain players, if if it was, if he was maybe, uh, in this kind of era, even though it was a few years back, if he was in this era, maybe he could have tried to jump and get a two-way contract and going to South Carolina, which hurt his stock. That man should have been a first-round draft pick, and he went to the, uh, the wrong school uh, for his talent. And now look at him. He's probably uh, a junior now, going to his junior year, when he should be in the league right now. You know what I mean? So um, sometimes you gamble, and sometimes you you, you take the, the, the secure chance. It doesn't always work out. You know what I mean? Like, college is a tough situation, man. You got to go in the right situation. You got to go in the programs. Like, you, unless if you're going to a program like Kentucky or, you know, when those programs are one and done, but sometimes you take that gamble and it doesn't work out. So that's mm-hmm. why I say, like, I, I, I'm not mad at Kareem for, for jumping because I don't know. I, I kind of have him in that in that mold of A.J. Lawson, and I don't know if he would have. The last thing I would hope is that he gets stuck at a, a university trying to make it to the league and he's still in university, right? Mm. Well, I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll have to monitor this, and we will because again, you know, we're 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 South Shore guys, so we you know we gotta um we 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 gotta monitor the situation. I feel like South it's, Shore ass, I, 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 I think we have to do it, but you know, like I said, I, I like we we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Now, I guess before you pick your fantasy sleeper, I'll be honest, like you, you know, you look at their team. I, to me, it's funny they're they're like a they're a better mediocre version of Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Like they they play hard, but there's no true like blue chip talent that you're gonna like put to be the face of the franchise. And it depends on how you no. feel about Cole Anthony and, and Markel Fultz. And to be honest, nah, man, nah, 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 nah. And, and it's funny, but but, 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 but it's funny. I, I would say I kind of like them as attacking guards, but 
it's funny because I know we everybody's you know taking their shots at faults and stuff. I've gone out of my way to support him, <laughs> but I would mm-hmm. say I would say honestly, like he didn't have a bad year last year. No, and, no, and no. we'll see. You know, and, and apparently his shot is now back. Who knows what that means? We'll see. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but like but I feel like it's kind of Groundhog Day with this team. Like I'm not seeing any potential where they can like leapfrog to like a top five or top six teams in this conference. Not even this year, but anytime soon. Unless they get a star in free agency or somebody like Fultz or Cole ha- hits their potential, because their team, like, it's weird when you look at their team. Their team isn't mm-hmm. old, right? But like, they are who they are at this point. So like, an Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon, you know, again, he's got his own shoes. He got his, he has his own. I think three sixty one degrees. He has his own shoes. Um, so congrats to him for that. Um, you know, you're looking at him. He's basically, I mean, even though he's he's been improving and stuff, he's 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 a lot closer to his ceiling if he's not there already. Vucevic mm-hmm. is who he is. You know, Terrence Ross who is who he is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they got a lot of players like that where they're just they're kind of capped out in, in terms of potential, you know? So uh, Yeah, but they're, they're, they're perennial. They're, they are a perennial Eastern Conference playoff team. Yeah, the last so, two years. So, but we I, have them 10th now, so... <laughs> So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see what but, happens. But now. but but we have them tenth. But I I don't sleep on them because they play well together. Like they, do. they could squeak in the playoffs. I I, I, yeah. I if you would say I I, I want to say I even had them potentially around that ninth eighth slot. So for me, mm-hmm. so they could squeak in. You know, so can Charlotte. Who's your fantasy sleeper? Um, my fantasy sleeper on this squad. Would probably be. I mean, you can't call Gordon a, a fantasy. I mean, uh, Fournier or Ross. I think yeah, Fournier I is probably Fournier. Fournier is probably the one that he's always consistent. Fifteen yeah. points, you know, three threes a game, four assists, you know, four rebounds type of player. He he gives you like he's someone that you may not you may draft later in the rounds, but you're going to pick off of the waiver wire for sure. So. Okay, so number nine, we got the Washington Wizards. Uh, mm. Does Russell Westbrook make the Wizards better in comparison to John Wall? It's uh, a great question. I, I personally, I, I think John Wall is was better for that team with Beal. Um, you know, we, they never had a chance to really play together because Wall was injured for two years, and then just kind of gave up on that match. I mean, you know, what I mean, like I, I don't. I don't, I don't like that mix of Westbrook and, and Beal. Like they're both kind of that type of player to need. Like they're they're scorers. Like they're 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 guard. They they can they're, they they can both play the point. They both play the two, and they both want the ball in their hands to make plays and do things. I, I don't like it. Like I rather have Beal without the ball in his hands making scoring with Wall kind of aggressively pushing the ball and giving them it to him. You know that kind of game. I I don't I don't I. I don't know. Well, I I, I kind of disagree in the sense that like they didn't play enough time together. I mean, they played with, with each other for about five six years. Prior, well, and they were good. And yeah, they, were they were good. good. They were good. They were good together. That's that's not for two years. See, it's been two years. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And and we don't and we still don't know how Wall is going to bounce back, being that he's in Houston right now, and you know he's coming off what is a uh, uh, like a broken heel and Achilles he tear. He looks good, man. He looks, he looks good right good. now. He does. He still. He looks like he still has a lot of that same speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so we'll we'll have to see how how it maintains if he doesn't get any nagging injuries or anything like that that comes along with it. But look, I I, I have my reservations about Russ. I've made no secret about that. But 
Um, he is a superstar, or at the very least, he's like a slight notch below that at the very least. But when he's on your team and he's healthy, you're going to make the playoffs. And I think he, he, he like, he, I think it's funny. Like, I, I think he plays well with others. It's funny. I actually see him fitting in with Beal. Um, and he's been with Scott Ooh. Brooks, remember, for the last few years. Um, well, not last few years, but he's had his, his previous history with Brooks because, obviously, Brooks was his first coach yeah. Yeah. in OKC. So the familiarity is there. You know, but, you know, again, you know, as you know, he does have his, his faults. He's, uh, he's a player that gets riled up at his emotions. It always causes them to make questionable decisions, and he always looks crazy by the end of it all. I have my reservations. I know a lot of people do, but he's kind of like Paul George to me, where I think the hate is kind of to tilt a little too much to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's because mm-hmm. I mean, really and truly, like he's getting moved around, but it's, it's again, it's not because of him. Like he wanted to stay in Oklahoma City. You know, he didn't even want Durant to leave. Like he he was he was cool being the number two. Durant left. He got pushed to be the number one guy. He got mm-hmm. um. Paul George to come with him. Paul George changed his mind and wanted to go to L.A. You know, then he got moved to Houston. Now we got moved to, you know, he got moved to Washington. So I think he looks like, see how he's been interacting with um, with his teammates and stuff? He, he looks happy. He looks cool. You know what I mean? It's still early. I think with him, like that kind of, uh, that intense kind of player, that, that intense personality that he has, I actually think it's pretty good for this team. I think that's that's just work and pushing to be a, a playoff spot. Like I like yeah. I actually had them eighth on, on my on my personal list, but I thought um, I did too. Yeah, but but like I I think like like to me I think I think you're making the playoffs with them. Um, and then I like some of the players that they got too. Like I'm all in on on Rui, Rui Hachimura. Like I'm actually, yeah, he's nice. I'm really actually actually interested to see how he how he's gonna be this year. And yeah, he's nice. And and Randall, where did Bert Hans come from, man? <laughs> I felt like I was last on the uh, like last of the party when it came to Bertans. What do you mean? Like just in terms of like the, the way he exploded last year. He's sitting oh on yeah, the yeah, million yeah. dollar contract right now, and you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, no, he, he, I'm just he like, looked wow. good last year. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, looked, yeah. he looked he, really good. Really good. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think he, he's just definitely gonna take a step back um, fantasy wise. But from my um, last year, he he he, he it was just him and. Um, him and Beal. Him and Beal. So I mean, you know, he shoots the ball well. He's a solid player. Um, yeah. Um, I wonder. I wonder how much he falls back. I mean, stat wise, maybe to. I don't know. I guess we have to see because I'm just thinking. Hell yeah, he's gonna step back. He got Westbrook, but the, and Beal, but, but and the, you got Hakamara, and you're forgetting a player. That's my fantasy sleeper. That I haven't even mentioned yet. Who's that? Bryant Thomas Bryant. Okay. Um. Do you do you think like he's recovered from being tossed like a rag doll from uh from from Blake Griffin? Ah, come on, man. <laughs> but, he's, but getting, he's getting money, man. He's getting money. He's just a young boy trying to survive know, in this game. I know. I know. He he impressed me more than anybody. Like uh, like yeah yeah. Bertrand was good, but I, I liked what um, I like. I like Brian too last year. I think he. I think he's a fantasy sleep, sleeper. I, but I tell you what, with Bertrand, the reason why I'm like I wonder how much he he, t- he scales back because. The reason why I'm saying that is because just the attention that Westbrook and Beal's going to bring, it's going to leave him open for shots, and that's his specialty. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't know how – I'm not saying he's going to put up the same stats he's last year, but I'm, I'm not sure how much of, of a setback he's going to – like it's, it's going to happen with him. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sure like how much he's going to fall back. Well, hold on. See, see, seriously. I, I, you got a guy that, that, that that's a – you have a double-double guy that wasn't on your roster last year that's coming in to start. Like 
that's him alone. Like Westbrook alone is going to take away a lot from that guy. Like Bertrand is nice. I don't think he's that nice. Right? Yeah, and then no, no, you got not, I, Again, I'm not saying because what did he average last year? Last year he was like 15, almost 16 points. 16 points a game. Yeah. As a third scorer on this team. I don't even know if he'll be a third scorer. What if I uh, had Kamara? Yeah, yeah, because I've been watching. Yeah, and and, and, and you have to remember, you got Bryant, too, who averaged like, I think he averaged almost like something like 13, 14 points a yeah, game. Yeah, but I don't, I, don't, I don't see him going ahead of, like, at least points-wise, I don't, I don't know if he goes ahead of Bertans. But, I, like I said, I just, I just think the attention that those two guys bring, it's going to leave him with open shots. Now, if he maybe if he, yeah, if he doesn't, right. if, he, if he's not making them at a good percentage, then that's where I think he takes a serious dip. But if he's yeah. making him at the same clip, I don't think the drop off is that far. I'm not saying he's not going to drop off. I'm just saying I don't know how far it's going to go. You right. know what I mean? Because oh. because like I said, it's just the attention those two guys are going to bring every night. He's going to leave him open for shots. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to give him, it's going to give him opportunities. So. Like having a Westbrook for somebody like him could actually make a player like him better, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I would say yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask who your fantasy sleeper is, but you said it's uh it's it's Brian. Okay, yeah, I would think it's Rui. Maybe I think it would be him. My my, my personal sleeper, but uh, okay. I, I don't know if you uh, could... I would argue that. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, to me, this team is predicated on um, Beal and um... and Westbrook. And Westbrook. So, I mean, I mean, you know, Westbrook's going to, you know, I could see him being close to the double-double again, and Beal's going to go off, you know, kind of that, kind of like that. They're going to be a tough background, back court in regards to fantasy relevance like Portland, right? Like, you yeah. know, you got uh, those two guys in Portland kind of going off. So, I think they're going to be that kind of backcourt. So, yeah. Yeah, like, like like it's funny. I'm like like I said again, I'm, I'm I plan on watching some of their games this year for sure. When the playoffs come or if they make the playoffs, then yeah, you can you can you know, you can dismiss them, but but I think like during a regular season, those two in the backcourt it's going to be it's going to make for interesting TV. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um Have they even played preseason together? I I don't I thought Westbrook was out. No, I don't think they have. I'm, I don't, I don't I don't think they have yet, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure they they will by the time the season starts on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And that was part one of the lottery section of the annual Eastern Conference preview. Click on part two to listen to the playoff section or just wait. And part two will autoplay in about about like 10 seconds. If you listen to this on your podcast app, (laughs) it's the app podcast for Cal C on South Sharav Radio. All right, we'll be back.